0: You came out tonight early, aggressive. What was different for you tonight in terms of just setting the tone with your game in this game? Ball. Ball. Ball.
1: Ball. This is Orange Ball Juice, the show where I make my two teenage sons co-host a basketball podcast with me so they can tell their dad what to think about the NBA and hopefully Help me win my fantasy pool. So, without further ado. Ball! Ooh,
2: ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Merry Christmas!
1: <clears throat> okay, that's about as long as I can sustain the Santa voice. Um, <clears throat> that'll account for my cardio for the day. This being Christmas, so (laughs) Merry Christmas listeners, this is a special Christmas edition of Orange Ball Juice, Uh, always fresh, never toxic, family friendly, be ball blabber. My name is Brooks, and as always, I'm joined by my two household NBA analysts, my teenage sons, Spency G. Spency G, how you doing?
0: I'm doing pretty great.
1: Having a good Christmas so far? I am. Great. And to my right, we have Marky Man. Marky Man, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Yeah? Having a good Christmas? Yep. You guys are both wearing some new Christmas gear right now? Yeah. Uh, Spencey's got his uh, Christmas sweater on, kind of ugly, got snowmen and weird stuff on it, and Marky Man's wearing a brand new uh, Chicago Bulls hoodie. Didn't know you were a Bulls fan. Yeah, I didn't know either. (laughs) But you are now? Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty cool sweatshirt, I gotta say. Yeah. Um, So anyway, as as you know, uh, listeners, it's uh, Christmas Day, December 25th, 2022, and uh, we are looking back at Week 10, looking forward to Week 11 in the NBA, and it's a pretty uh, hairy, merry Christmas today. <clears throat> we got a bunch <clears throat> of games lined up for today, including probably the, the, I'd say, the number one matchup, Milwaukee at Boston. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, let's
2: talk... Um,
1: Let's talk uh, highlights and lowlights. So this is uh, highs and lows. What have you got for your highs and lows, Marky, from from last week?
2: For my high, I have Siakam's 52-point game. It was I mean, it was pretty amazing to watch. That's right.
1: So that was on Wednesday. Uh the, uh, the Raptors were in New York to take on the Knicks who had been on a pretty major uh hot streak up yeah. to that point. Um, they snapped, I think the it, 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 the the Raptors snapped their I think six game. Seven, yeah, six seven, actually, eight-game win like, streak. Um, yeah. um, and anyway, uh, yeah, the Raptors put that to an end, and Siakam had, yeah, 52 points. Yeah. What did you think of the game? How did they look in, in general, the Raptors, that game?
2: Um, They didn't look amazing. They're still, like—I mean, Siakam had 52 points, and they didn't win by that much. Yeah, It was close until, like, the very end when they started to pull away.
1: Uh, well, they had a pretty good lead in that game early on, I think.
2: Yeah, but um, yeah. in the fourth quarter, it was— it was pretty close they had a bad third quarter like as usual and then it was close up until the end when we won by like 8 or 6 i think
1: uh, i think yeah it was it was 113 to 106 so yeah i'm super happy for Siakam to finally get a 50 point game yeah. career high uh 52 mm-hmm. points uh nine rebounds seven assists did you see any of that game spencer
0: um i did see a little bit um yeah second best game in history tied for tied for second right um in
1: so, Raptors history, in
0: Raptors history, yeah, it's pretty amazing.
1: Who got a 50, who got a fifty-two point game in the past? You know, I think it was uh,
2: De, DeRozan, DeRozan and, Vince. and Vince Carter both had fifty-two, and points I think games. there was someone else too. I like Bosh,
0: I think Bosh had a little less.
2: Terrence Ross had fifty-one. I know that. Wow,
1: yeah, it was it was. I'm one thing I'm happy is that they got it in a in a win. You yeah. Know? Yeah. it would have been kind of a bummer if he'd. If he'd gotten that game on a, in a loss, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was great. And what's your uh, what's
2: your low what's your lows from My last week? Low, low. is that AD is injured now for the Lakers and it's out indefinitely. <clears throat> That's pretty much just it's over for the Lakers now. It's not. It's I would agree. Not... What do you think, Spencer? Yeah, I agree
0: with that. They're like they're losing these amazing LeBron performances now. Like he's had plus thirty in like five games in a row, and it's just. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, he's—it's got to be him, right? It has and, to, otherwise, but it's just not enough because there's not enough.
1: Out. Yeah, they gotta—they—they they can't get scoring from anywhere else. Um, yeah, and and not to mention he's a huge loss on defense. Ad, yeah. yeah, you know. So yeah, I mean, he's arguably. I mean, it's hard to to have LeBron James on a team and say he's mm-hmm. not your best player, but
2: I'd say Ad was is maybe, when he's when he's healthy, he's better than LeBron right now. Yeah, I
1: mean, I would I would sort of say that two only because of what he brings to the table but uh, yeah well that is a bummer and so what are your highs and lows for the week Spencey
0: my high is that the Nets are playing amazing now Um, eight Uh, game win streak yeah hottest team in the NBA I'd say easily yeah Um, it seems like things are finally starting to settle um, there and it actually does like beg the question was Steve Nash the problem <clears throat> um, it, it yeah. might certainly mean well, that
2: they've mentioned the players have mentioned how they love their former assistant coach now head coach right they've been praising him so do you think he gets to he's just still considered interim coach right like he doesn't have a mm-hmm. deal beyond
1: this year right yeah so do you think they're going to stick with him See, I
0: feel I'd say it's likely
1: well well there's certainly I mean they're in fourth place at 21 and 12 um, just one game back from or just a half came back from the Cavs in third um and they've won eight in a row but uh yeah that's I mean they they look amazing and also obviously <laughs> you, you know who got the memo to keep his mouth shut so yeah, what yeah. is your uh what's your low from the week
0: uh the Warriors getting absolutely destroyed by the Nets um yeah, they allowed 91 first half points, which is just embarrassing. Which f- further proves that they can't play defense on yeah. the road. Like it's just embarrassing. Um, like they had some injuries. Obviously, Curry's been out. But if they can't win without Curry, then
2: yeah, like, then they can't when win. They can't. Like yeah, yeah. and Wiseman was back. Wiseman was the need... only person with a decent game. He had. I mean, yeah. It was better than decent. He had 30 points.
0: Yeah,
1: I know. Yeah, but that was but. but that was also he was out a lot in garbage time, right? Yeah. also did no, matter, he was out right? the no. whole game. He was out oh, was the he? whole game. Yeah, but I I guess there. Yeah, I mean, which is not great. I mean, I think Looney played as well though, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Clay I don't know. was out
0: and Wiggins was out. Yeah, um, so but, Clay. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of guys. But yeah, I, I mean.
2: Let any team score 91 in the first. It's just, I used to have
1: Wiseman on my fantasy team and I had to cut him because, well, you know, he just wasn't. He, getting...
2: well, he got sent back to the G League. Well, yeah. And well, then first he,
1: was, first he was playing poorly. Yeah. They had high hopes for that guy. And, and they, still do. they yeah, still do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they do. He just probably needs to develop yeah. a lot. Um, but uh, it was terrible for fantasy because his minutes yeah. just kept going down and down. And then eventually it was like, yeah, I'm like, I got to get rid of this guy. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, I mean, there is some great, um, highs and lows the one i had picked out is i don't know if you guys heard um but um on monday there was an incredible game um portland was in oklahoma city uh to take on the thunder and um it was kind of a high and low all in one in mm-hmm. one game in that uh uh, uh shea hit uh, a game winner mm-hmm. uh in that, in that one to to spoil a, another Dame time celebration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Granted, it's not really Dame time if they're not at home, but I guess it still is. Yeah. But also, uh, the Dame had just scored a bucket to make him the all-time... Uh, uh, leading scorer. Yeah, all-time leading scorer for the Trailblazers. Yeah. So that was like a big, huge moment and then um, just a moment <laughs> later, you know, Shea says, nah, I don't think so. I think I'm just going to win the game instead. Yeah. So, little trivia question for you guys. Who did... Uh, what? who Whose record did he beat? Clyde Drexler. That's right. Yeah, Clyde the Glide had the was the all time leading score for the Trailblazers until this week, and now it's Lillard. So I don't see that mm. getting broken anytime soon. <laughs> no, because um, Lillard I don't think is going anywhere for a while.
2: Yeah,
1: and he's got a lot more points to score. Um, all right, great. Well, that's uh, that's about it for. Oh wait, highlight- hold on. I
2: forgot to mention. Yeah, I kind of have two high- highlights. Okay, I just want to mention one thing. I think. Harden had like 20 points and like 21 assists the other night. All yeah, oh, so that he yeah, he now had I'll a, be he had a, that.
1: Yeah, Spencer so. predicted that game oh, and he yeah. had
2: a huge
1: game. Yeah. And uh yeah, as I say, the second hottest team probably right now behind the Nets are the Sixers. They've won 7 in a row. They're sitting yeah. in 5th in the East. So, uh finally all these teams I, I mean, I feel like everybody goes through the same process every year. You know, mm-hmm. the, the the season is declared really weird and crazy after 2 or 3 weeks because yeah everything seems weird and unpredictable and then things start to even out and even out and all the the teams that everybody thought were going to be good. Well, what do you know? They get healthy, they get on a roll and they are good. (laughs) Yeah. So I guess it's not too surprising that, and that's without Maxi. maxi has been hurt for Mm -hmm. a while, right? It's just been the, the Embiid and Harden show. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's, uh, I, there was so many, well, and, uh, another highlight for me this week was, um, uh, Halliburton on the Pacers again had a couple of huge, huge games. Um, and also, they, you know, Halliburton had 30, 33 points in their victory on Wednesday over the Celtics in Boston. You know, Boston's yeah. been, if this is the closest they've been to uh, a slump this season in the last week or so. Um, They're only five and five in their last 10. Yeah. Um, they, and, uh, but it was great to see the Pacers, you know, young. Hungry team, uh, and then again Halliburton scored f- had a crazy stat line on Friday against Miami, forty three points, seven assists, and two rebounds. So that guy's really rolling. That trade obviously was a huge, you know, as we said before, mm-hmm. for both teams, for both Sacramento yeah. and uh, Indiana. They both they seem like they're both getting the best out of those players. Um, Sabonis is playing great mm-hmm. in uh, Sacramento, and Halliburton's playing amazing and for the Pacers. So. Great to see. All right. Well, why don't uh, we, uh, in, in this next segment, uh, it's time to enjoy the benefit of hindsight. Where and we're going to take a look back at Spencey G and Marky Man's predictions from last week in the NBA, which was week ten. So, uh, Marky Man, last Sunday, December eighteenth, the Knicks uh, were taking on uh, the Pacers. So, what do you think was going to happen in
2: that game, and what did happen? I predicted the. Knicks winning, and I was right. I predicted it would be close, but not as close. I thought they would win by six, but they won by three 109 to 106. So I thought it was going to be 112 to 106. Yeah, um, it was a super entertaining game. It was back and forth the entire game, pretty low scoring game, too. Um, the Randall played amazing, he had 25 points, 14 rebounds, three assists, yeah. and like the stat line for other players on their team was crazy too. Like Mitchell Robinson Robins, Robinson had ten points, thirteen rebounds. Barrett had twenty four points, four rebounds. Brunson had thirty points, three assists. So there was a lot of hype. There was they all had great games. Basically, yeah. the entire starting lineup. Yeah. Um. And they were also just like they didn't even like the Nits. It was it was pretty ugly too. They didn't shoot great from the three point line. Neither did the Pacers. It was, it was a defensive game, the entire game. Yeah.
1: Well, and that was right in the, that was in the midst of the, of the, the Knicks, uh, win streak. And they were just rolling at that time. And, uh, yeah, I mean Randall, you 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 predicted a twenty two nine and five stat line, and as you said, he had twenty five fourteen and three. Yeah. So he was even better than you thought he'd be. It, yeah. And uh, when he plays well, it seems like they have a good chance to win. You know, but wow. yeah, I mean, and Barrett's been looking on the like really strong lately, and yeah, uh, yeah it was I I mean we watched some highlights from the next game the other night, and uh, I actually watched some of the game. I can't remember which game it was that they played. Um, well, obviously we watched the the game where. The Raptors beat them, but um, one of their victories this week. And, you know, it's great to see that place rock in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. It's a great place for basketball. And just to see the fans energized there is great. So, uh, Spencer, on Monday, um, another big uh, matchup. The Bucs uh, were in New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. So what happened in that game? What was your prediction and what happened?
0: Yeah, so I predicted it would be a Bucks win, uh, 128 to 119. And that Giannis would have a great game with 42 uh oh sorry my bad that's what hacked that's what happened yeah um so and he had in that game he actually had 42 10 11 and i thought he would have 35 9 and 5 yeah um so i predicted uh the bucks win um and pretty close on the point differential there as yeah, well yeah you were very close
1: yeah it was a 9 point differential and you predicted an 8 point win for the bucks so that was Pretty bang on,
0: um, and so my key had been the Bucks locking down Zion, which is exactly what they did. Yeah. So um, Drew Holiday was sort of like annoying Zion the whole game on the perimeter, and then Giannis um, did a great job limiting Zion's, Zion's activity in the paint, and so they got him really frustrated throughout the entire game. And he he finished with eighteen points, but in the first um, half he only had nine. Yeah, um, and then he. In 12 minutes, he scored nine in the uh, fourth. But, like, the whole game, the Bucs just maintained, like, a decent lead, Mm -hmm. um, and they just never stopped moving. Like, they just, yeah, yeah. there was no hope for the Pelicans. Like, it was a reasonably close game, but the Bucs just kind of, yeah. Well, that was,
1: yeah, and that was a bright spot for them early in the week, the Bucs, because, I mean, they've lost two straight now. Uh, heading into this game against Boston today, the Christmas mm-hmm. Day game, and um, you know they're only six and four in their last ten, so they have it's not like they've been dominant lately. No, um, they've been a beatable team, so that's a big win for them to go into, uh, you know, into New Orleans to get that win. Uh, and Valanciunas had a huge game for the Pelicans yeah. in the loss. That's
0: um, yeah, that's why he was able to have such a huge game because they were so worried about Zion. So yeah, exactly. he just found it the paint wide out. open.
1: Yeah. Uh, so on Tuesday, Marcus, um, Memphis was in Denver to take on the Nuggets. So what did you predict and how did that one turn out?
2: I predicted Memphis winning 13 to, one, to 105, I believe. 104. 104. Yeah. And they lost 105 to 91. Yeah. And it was just, they got, it was f- throughout uh, the second, third, and fourth quarter, the Grizzlies, like, the Denver didn't even outplay the Grizzlies. It was just, in the first quarter, the Grizzlies only had fourteen points, and the Nuggets had thirty-five. So, okay. yeah, and it was just a like. Morant Moran had thirty-five, one rebound, ten assists. He yeah. played great as usual. His the entire rest of the roster played absolutely horrible. Yeah, the highest the highest point total for another player on that team that game was eleven. Yeah, and it was just terrible basketball for the other for the rest of the players. And Jokic was extremely impressive. I mean, thirteen. he had a triple-double, 13 rebounds, 13 assists, and 13 points. Yeah. So that's
1: That's got to be some kind of like, yeah. I don't know, that seems like a bad omen. Like, just <laughs> yeah. opened up a gateway to hell or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Triple-13 yeah. for your triple-double. Yeah, Um. Yeah, and Morant still had, I think he had 35 points yeah, in that game. It's not like was he was, yeah, 35 points, 10 assists. So was, I'm saying he played he great, played the rest great. of the, the team. team was, they were was stinking horrible. it up, yeah. Um, it's also really hard to go into Denver and win. Um they are
2: yeah. uh they're the one seed. Yeah, well first of all at they're the time, they're, I don't they're
1: think yeah. Way, they're they're number 1 team in the West. They're also 11 and 3 at home. So Yeah. They're tough to beat at uh tough to beat in Denver. And uh and Jokic just keep, continues rolling and you know we'll update our uh MVP. He's certainly as we all know, it's going to be hard. Number 2 on the ladder right it's, now. It's yeah, it's going to be hard to get the the three-peat for him, but man, you know, it's like any time you watch his highlights, it's yeah. just – it's crazy what he's doing out there on a regular basis. Um, it's just – it's incredible. So on Wednesday, Dallas uh, was in Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves. Um, another pretty tricky matchup, I think, to predict just because both Dallas and Minnesota are, mm-hmm. they're, are very up-and-down teams, and they're both kind of, you know, toward the lower end um, – in, in, in the Western Conference standings, um, Dallas is sitting at number eight, and the Timberwolves are sitting at number 10 as we record this. Anyway, what happened in that game, Spencer?
0: Uh, yeah, so I predicted a 110 to 105 win for the Mavs, and Luka having a big game as usual. Um, so on this one, I had the exact point differential. This one was pretty close, and it was actually 104 to 99. And Luka had 25 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. So I did predict Luka as the top performer, but he did a little less uh, scoring than I predicted. Um, it was a really close game throughout, um, but the, Ma- the Mavs just held like this small edge throughout the entire game. Um, and then in the last like few minutes, the Mavs were just absolute cash and just draining threes. And the T-Wolves just had no answer offensively. Yeah. Um, yeah, It was it was an interesting game, but I wouldn't say... You know, nothing crazy. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, those teams, as we know, are both hard to predict. And you can never – they're also – they strike me as the kind of team that if they sneak into the playoffs, both of those teams, and they're on a hot streak, they could – they have upset potential against Mm -hmm. other teams. So we'll see how that that plays out as the season progresses. Um, On Thursday, uh, Man, you had – it was Washington, who have been on a little bit of a run. Like, they've been improved. Um, yeah. In, in the last couple of games, I think they strung together a couple of wins. Although in their last ten, there I'm looking right now, they're two and eight. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> guess they're not so hot so yeah. hot. Anyways, Washington was in Utah. Uh, what did you predict was going to happen? What did happen?
2: I predicted uh, Utah winning one ten or one seventeen to one ten. Yeah, it was it was pretty close one twelve to one twelve or one twenty to one twelve. So I guess it's a seven point differential. There was an eight point differential. That's right. Um, Markinen didn't play as well as I thought he was going to, but he still pra- played pretty well. Twenty-one, five, and one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kessler played really well too. Twelve points, fourteen rebounds, and uh, Beasley also played great. Yeah, twenty-five points and two rebounds. And Colin Sexton also had eighteen points. So yeah. and Clarkson um, had uh, what, Jordan Clarkson also. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was the best player. Twenty-three points, six rebounds, and three assists, and one steal. Right. So he played pretty great. Bradley Beal played his usual good game 30 points, five rebounds, five assists. Yeah. So, I mean. I think, yeah, I think it was the reason
1: I thought they were on a bit of a run because I think they've had a couple, they had a couple wins against better teams. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, this week. Um, they, they, like, for instance, they beat Sacramento on Friday. Yeah. Um, and they, I think they had a win earlier yeah. in the week. And I mean, for whatever yeah. reason, they just, you know, they,
2: I mean, this game the Jazz, really, like, they were just, like, it wasn't far apart, but the Jazz were just more consistent. Yeah. And that tends to be the case with, like, 12-seeded teams and, like, 13-seeded teams is— Yeah. They're just—they can play—they have spurts of being great, and they did in this game, too. Like, they had 39 points in the second quarter, but— They like, can sustain that no. level,
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, So on Friday, the Clippers were in Philly to take on the Sixers. And Mm -hmm. as, uh, you know, the second hottest team in the NBA, the Sixers right now. And uh, I don't know how well the Clippers are doing, but they, you know, six and four in their last 10, they, they can, they continue to kind of just roll along sitting in fifth. So they're, they're, they're a good team as we've seen. Mm -hmm. I thought this would be a tough one to predict. Um, So what did you think would happen versus what actually happened, Spencer?
0: Yeah, so I thought that the Sixers were going to win by, like, a decent margin. Um, I didn't think it was going to be too close. So 122 to 107. And it was actually a Sixers win 119 to 114. And amazingly enough, uh, Embiid had 44 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists, and was not the top performer, which is insane. Um, And Harden had 20 points, 21 assists, and 11 rebounds. Yeah, uh, tying the Holy franchise crap. record for assists. I didn't
2: realize he had 11 rebounds, too. Yeah, yeah. triple, yeah.
1: double, like, crazy So stuff. he's just, yeah, if he can distribute the ball like that, then they're going to be tough to beat. Like, 21 assists. Yeah,
0: that's, like, insane. Yeah, um, yeah it was, uh, that Sixers actually came out kind of sloppy um, for the first half and weren't playing with much intensity. But then they just, like, came out and uh, Harden and B just, like, put the team on their backs, um... And with four minutes left, there was this amazing three um, from the Clips that made it so it was 108, 107. And then there after that timeout following that three, the Sixers went on a 10-0 run and uh, sealed the game. Key. That yeah. was the key right there.
1: Yeah. Um, well, wrapping things up on, on last week on your predictions, guys, uh, Marky Mann, you were two out of three. So that's good. That improves you to um, – uh, 11 for 24 since we started doing this so that's uh 458 is your percentile uh, and Spencer you ran the table this week got three for three mm-hmm. um, which improves you to 15 for 24 which is a 625 um, percentile which is pretty uh pretty amazing um, mm-hmm. so I think uh, marky man I think if you if you got all three this week you'd be up to back up to 500 and Spencer, you'd just keep on climbing i try I try my best to give you guys Games. I always try, like to spread it around so we cover a lot of teams and mm-hmm. cover a lot of players and uh, make it so that the games are, generally speaking, um, uh, you know, games that I think will be close or difficult to predict or whatever. And uh, yeah. you guys have done really, really well so far. Uh, Merlin is predicting the Milwaukee at Boston game nice. uh, um, today. I haven't. Uh, he hasn't actually done that yet. So we'll uh, we'll get him to predict that later and we'll put a little treat on both milwaukee and boston see which treat he eats eats first because that's the only way he can pick a winner uh we'll do that uh on instagram as we usually do you can uh follow us on instagram on orange ball juice anywho and you can direct messages you know so if you want to hear something if you have an idea for a trivia question for us or whatever then by all means uh reach out all right, so let's look back at fantasy. Um Spencer, I know you have a perfect record in fantasy in your head-to-head league. Yep. Is it are you still perfect?
0: I am, and I'm absolutely demolishing my opponent this week. Like I'm up by like 600 points, which is gosh, insane. Um so yeah, I'm about to go 10 and 0. Um Siakam's been amazing for me this week, as well as yeah. Jokic. Yeah, well just having um, those two. I can't <laughs> believe you have those two. Yeah. yeah. And I just picked up De'Anthony Melton. I was talking about him, saying he was a good pick, and I finally took him myself. Yeah. Um, and well, that was actually this morning, so I guess we'll see how he does. Yeah, um,
1: he's playing. They're playing against the
0: Knicks, Phillies, uh, and yeah. New York play the, so the Knicks today. He, even though Harden and and Embiid have returned from various injuries they've had, um, he's still been consistent. Like he hasn't really dropped too much. Yeah like he's not like this crazy player but he's still been consistent. Um,
1: yeah. I think he's one of those, you know,
0: depth guys for them that are
1: yeah. that uh, are helping them a lot and you know uh which is which is great because I feel like they're rolling man and I don't know they're a scary team <laughs> when when yeah. Embiid and Harden are out there playing at the top of their game like yeah. look out. Um maybe I mean I mean it's funny because no one at this point, you know, the Celtics are on their little mini slump right now got mm-hmm. beat by Orlando, got beat by, um, they got beat by, who else have they been beat by? Um, you know, they've been beat by lesser teams, shall we say. Mm-hmm. They got beat by Indy at home, yeah. the Pacers. So um, I guess they're showing that they're human, that they can be beat. You know, mm-hmm. they're not this unbeatable team. And, uh, you know, they have a very, almost, the Bucks are catching up to them now. But even the Bucks have had a, a, a bit of a you know in the last 10 they're only 6 and 4 and the last 10 for the Celtics are only 5 and 5 meanwhile um you know the nets are 9 and 1 and the cavs are 7 and 3 in their last 10 and and sixers are 7 and 3 so and the Knicks are 8 and 2 these there's mm-hmm. like surging teams in the east that are suddenly you know putting pressure on the bucks and the celtics what do you what do you, do you think the celtics and bucks are still going to finish 1 and 2
0: uh yeah i i definitely think the sixers I think they I think the Nets are gonna droop a little bit soon after one loss. I think they might slow down a little. No. But I think the Sixers have found their place like usual. Um the Knicks I I, I swear this kind of thing kinda happens every year. Like yeah. they have this one stretch where they look like amazing and everyone's excited and then they're just garbage. Yeah. So we'll see, but <clears throat> I, I don't know if the Knicks can maintain this.
1: Yeah. What do you think? you think the Celtics and Bucks are going to finish in the 1-2 spot?
2: Yeah. um, Yeah, definitely. I think the Sixers are going to come up to 3, and then it's Mm -hmm. going to go— the Cavaliers are dropping down, and then it's going to go Nets at the 4, and then Cavs at the 5, Knicks at the 6, and then Raptors at the 7 coming up.
1: So you think the Raptors are going to improve. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, sorry, we deviated there. So how's your fantasy team doing?
2: It's doing very good right now. Yeah. I'm up 200 on this guy. It's, What's your
1: record? You're in a head-to-head. Team. I'm a six record? and three. Six and, and
2: three.
1: probably gonna go seven and three
2: after that. Yeah, three. I'm on. I'm probably about to get my four-game win streak. Nice. I don't see myself losing anymore. Yeah, I was like completely rocked with injuries. I still am. Mm-hmm. Murray's on a day-to-day. Yeah. Um, Zion's day-to-day and Porzingis is day-to-day. Yeah. But it's still fine. I mean, I got.
1: Yeah. Well. Uh, as you guys know i'm in a rotisserie league and um you know i'm pretty proud of myself i still'm um, just looking at the standings right now i'm sitting in sole possession of fourth place which mm-hmm. is the highest i've been now the what guys who are at one two and three are considerably higher you know the the guy who's in third has got Ten more points, eighty-four points, and I have seventy-four. Yeah. So I'm kind of in like the middle zone, you know. I'm kind of in the mm-hmm. in the uh, the McLaren and uh, Aston Martin sort of zone. I'm not yeah. quite up at the, you know, Ferrari, Red Bull, Mercedes yeah. level. Yeah. So maybe I can maybe I can move up to that to that level, but I'm not quite there yet. But as you know, I've talked about this trade that I've been offered with you guys, and uh, I'll 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 mention it here um, just to see. What the listeners think, but anyway, I have um, one of my favorite and most productive fantasy guys that I have on my team is um, OG Ananobi on the Toronto Raptors. Amazing defensive stats and really good points. And in fact, I don't that game. I think he uh, in the last game. Let me think. The in the victory um, over uh, Cleveland, he put up six three balls that game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. And he, I mean, he had a crazy stat line and he had nine rebounds and he had two assists and two steals. And so he's great for me for steals and blocks Mm -hmm. and generally, and he's been putting up, you know, even though he's probably number three option on the Raptors in terms of scoring, he still puts up really good points. But the trade offer that I've gotten is, um, Josh Hart from the trailblazers and Jalen Green from the Houston Rockets. For Yeah. So it's a two for one trade and where I'm weak, the categories I'm weak are actually, I do need more scoring. So that would improve it. There's no question because I'd have two guys and there are, I have at least, I have guys I can drop right now for sure. Not to mention I'm fighting injuries. So I'm able to kind of like keep my roster a Mm -hmm. little bit bigger. I think I was going to take it, but the funny thing is that the manager of cash money millionaires (laughs) Offered me this trade, and I actually, for whatever reason, I don't like agreeing right away because you have a window. I think it's yeah. forty-eight hours or something, and I just couldn't bring myself to make it because I love Ananobi, and even yeah. though I think it's a good trade, so I set my alarm the other night. I was at a Christmas party, and I wasn't. I couldn't even. I was Friday two <laughs> nights ago. I couldn't even yeah. watch the Raptors game. And I'm at, but I'm checking, and I actually had an alarm set to accept the trade. I don't know why I kept putting it off, but I just wanted to extend yeah. it as long as possible. And then I go to the bathroom to pretend to go to the bathroom so I could check my fantasy team without yeah. being rude in front of the, uh, you know, cause I'm at a party. Yeah. And I, uh, I looked down on my phone and it, I had a notification saying I got it and I checked my email it said I had an email and the email was just from, you know, Yahoo fantasy basketball mm-hmm. saying that, the trade offer had been canceled by Cash Money Millionaires. (laughs) So I freaked out, and I texted the guy and said, hey, man, like, why did you cancel this offer? I was just about to accept it. And then he laughed. And anyway, he put it back on the table.
0: Yeah, and now you've left it on. And now I've left it again (laughs) because
1: then Ananobi had this incredible game that night. And so I'm still sitting here going, oh, is this going to bait you know, I don't even really like either of those players or the yeah. teams they play for. So it's not yeah. fun. Like, no. it's not at all fun no. to cheer for them. But at the end of the day, who cares? Like, yeah. there's plenty of guys on my team that I didn't even know who they were before yeah. this season. And I'm like, that guy rules. I'm happy yeah. to have him. You know, like Malik Beasley. I didn't really yeah. know who he was. And now I, like, know all about him. And he's a great fantasy performer for me. Anyway, yeah. do I'll, you guys think I should accept this trade? I,
0: Spencey. Um yeah, I thought about it, and I I do think it is a good idea. Okay. I think it could go either way, but I think it's a trade where it's worth the risk. Yeah. Um,
1: I think it's going to help me in assists overall. Mm-hmm. Like, they're not huge, like, playmaker guys, no. but nonetheless, there's two of them versus yeah. one. Yeah. And also in points, there's no question it's going to help me with points. Um, so what do you think, Marcus?
2: Yeah, I'll take it. I mean... It's hard. It's hard because obviously, yeah, Ananobi's great and stuff. Yeah. but, Yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely worth it. Okay. Sure.
1: Well, yeah. since you guys said it, I'm gonna do it. I'm holding it right now, and I'm going to hit the accept button mm-hmm. and just make it happen.
2: And uh, here we go. Uh, I just that's it. It's kind of sad though because we're losing Ananobi. Yeah. But I mean, what it, was
1: weird is it just brought me to this screen that said draw players, but then I can't actually. You have oh, to that's drop That's fine. One. Just click save. But it's not even... I can't press any button. It's not giving me anything. Are you sure? I'm going to have to look at this after. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> it just went to a weird yeah. screen and it said drop. Well, because you, have, no to drop... Drop the...
2: yeah, you have to drop one because of the... Yeah, I would have to, I, but it's I, not even like, giving me the yeah, option. Yeah, I
0: have that. And then sometimes it's like drop players, but it won't let you. And I just click save and you don't have to drop anything. Anyway. I don't
1: All know. Right. I'm going to do it. I'll try it one more time. And I will try to drop the player. Okay, now the app's not opening. Forget that. Anyway, that is silly, but I'm going to accept it. And I bet you now that I've delayed it, I'm going to finish this podcast and I'll check and he'll off-cancel it (laughs) again. It's going to be a nightmare. And then he's going to hit me up and try to make me do more. Anyway, um, oh, okay. So it's time to peer into the crystal ball. Uh, And Spencer G and Marky Mann are going to channel the basketball spirits and predict some big games for next week. So that's week 11 uh, coming up. We're not going to predict today's games. We're going to we're going to start on, on uh, tomorrow's games, which is Boxing Day, um, Monday night. Uh, Spensy, Brooklyn uh, will be in the second game of back-to-back because I believe they're playing today as well. Are they not? Uh, I think so. No, yeah. Brooklyn's not playing today. Oh, they're not. Oh, no, it was the Knicks that are playing. Okay, so Brooklyn is in Cleveland uh, tomorrow yeah. to take on the Cavs. What do you think is going to happen in that game?
0: This took me so long to decide. Um and that's why I gave you this one because it's a tough call. But I this might not be the favorite um, pick that I'm going with the Cavs. Um, the Cavs one twenty four to mm. one twenty, oh, <laughs> um, and I'm going to have Mitchell with thirty seven points, five rebounds, seven assists. Um, the Cavs are coming off uh, a rough loss against the Raptors and. In the press conferences, all the players were like so frustrated, and Mitchell was he had some complaints. Um, and the Cavs are the best defensive rating in the league, so I think they are the, one of the only teams with a chance to shut down the Nets. So I think if any team can beat the Nets right now, it's going to be the Cavs because of their great defense, right? Um, so it's going to be close no matter what, I think, but I, I'll, I'll give it to the
1: All right. That sounds good. And so Marky Man on Tuesday, um, you got Phoenix in Memphis. So the, uh, you know, the somewhat struggling sons, um, you know, Booker's injured, which blows for me um, because he's on my fantasy team. I don't he might be back for today's game because they're supposed to be playing today, Christmas Day. But I'm almost positive he'll be back for that game. So at least it'll be a full lineup. But it's Phoenix is in Memphis to take on the Grizzlies who are the number two team. Yeah. What do you think is gonna happen in that game?
2: I'm gonna give it to the Grizzlies because the Grizzlies have a thirteen and two home record. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. The, they should be winning this game. I'll give it to Morant, thirty five points, five rebounds of five assists.
1: Thirty five, five and five,
2: you think? Yep. And the score will be one twenty four. Two one fourteen.
1: You think they're gonna beat them by ten? Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. I mean, I think that's a that I would probably predict something similar. Phoenix are they're having a rough time right now getting it together. Um, They were the number one seed not so long ago. Now they're all the way down number four. Still got a pretty good record at nineteen and fourteen, but they're three and seven in their last ten. Like they've really struggled lately. Yeah. Um, And with Booker out, like you know, it seems like Booker has been taking. Putting the team on his back and you know, making sure that he's the offense basically yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah. So without him, it's rough. Um yeah. So on Wednesday, uh Denver, another interesting game, but um mainly because it's uh in Sacramento, the Nuggets are coming to Sacramento to take on the Kings, and um Sacramento I think has a pretty decent uh home record at nine and six. Um so what do you think is gonna happen in that game, Spencer?
0: Yeah, this one was also a little hard to predict, but I do think the Nuggets are going to win. They're playing really well right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be 105-98 to for the Nuggets. And I think it's going to be Jokic with 25 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists. Um, I think the, if the Nuggets can just like slow down the Kings and just control... The fast pace and really slow things down. I think that's that's the key. Um, I, I I I couldn't decide. I thought it was going to be a defensive game. But I realized because mm, the Nuggets don't have a very high. They have low pace, um, but then the Kings have a high pace, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I before I had it like way of a lower scoring game, but then I realized that was probably foolish, so.
1: <laughs> have you heard about the uh, the purple beam? The beam team? Yeah, yeah, the purple beam in Sacramento because yeah. their main color is purple, so mm-hmm. they have this, uh, you know, before their home games, they shoot this purple beam into the outer space from, like, i Oh, I think, it's, oh. I think it's when they win it. Oh, is it when they win? Is yeah, they turn, it, they turn on? it on? Oh, okay. Well, whatever they. That's so it's, why, and so they're chanting sure. like beam at the games. It's yeah, hilarious. so they, they everybody's yeah. like freaking out over this purple beam that they shoot in the space. It's I always think it's really funny when a team kind of comes up with these gimmicks, but it's really popular now. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: and it's great. I mean, Sacramento, it's it's fun. Um, one of the smaller market teams to suddenly have a really, uh, at the very least, um, I would say they're probably going to make the play in at, at the least. Um, and they're, you know, a crazy yeah. offense. They put up a lot of points. They're a fun team to watch. Um, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. So on Thursday, the Clippers are going to be in Boston, which I think is going to be a pretty, a test for both teams, really. Um, you know that they want to have their full roster out there. They want to, Kawhi's been playing a lot lately. Yeah. Um, you know, they want to have their best players on the floor for that one, because that's a huge test. So what yeah. do you think is going to happen when the Clippers go to Boston and take on the Celtics?
2: this was extremely difficult because partly because the last game that they played the clippers won by te- won by 20 i believe wow 113 to 93 wow so it's really hard Celtics are at home for this game um the the sorry the clippers are 30th in average points per games so like they're trash on offense and Celtics are first. Right. So and like defensive rating the Celt- or the Clippers are 28th. So it's like
1: how is that even? How can they be so low on offense and defense and still have a winning <laughs> well, record? Well, on
2: defense they're 5th.
1: Oh, yeah. on defense they're 5th. They're oh, on should, offense like, they're 28th. I see, I see. Uh, so i was confused there. Yeah.
2: And so but like Clippers are also 8th in defense rating, so the Clippers should just be trouncing them. Like they should win this game by a lot when you actually like Comparing these two teams, what? comparing no. these two teams and how <laughs> like how they're it's matched up, it, they should be, be winning this game. Like mm. the that... Celtics. Well, listen, just think about it. The Celtics have the Celtics average one eighteen. They're first in the league for points. For, the yeah, Celtics offense, are yeah. or the Clippers are last. Right. The Clippers are almost last in in offensive rating. The Clippers are like they're they're first. But or, you were saying the Clippers were going to trounce them. No, the oh. Clippers trounced them in the past, but, but you think this? It's game, not, it no, it oh. should be that the oh. Boston trounces trance, exactly. the Clippers. I, I see. Okay, so that nah, makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll give Jason Tatum scoring the most, thirty-eight and four. Okay. Thirty-eight
1: rebounds for us this? Yeah. Okay. And uh, so, what do you think the final score is going to be? We're going to win
2: one thirty-four to one twenty. Boston. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean yeah, I mean you kind of ha- I I would have to, I would it's hard to say that they would not win that game at home, but you know, recent recent things have shown although Tatum Tatum has been, I mean was just, out for a couple of games, but also in that game that they lost to Indy, Tatum scored 41 in the loss.
2: Yeah. So it's also like they're at home too and the yeah. Celtics I feel like they're hungry after yeah, What's they've had they, well, they've had a rough stretch. So
1: yeah, I think they want to. They certainly. I mean, if they lose to the Bucks today, then they're going to be like, you know, they're going to be an angry team yeah. this week. But well, you never know. They could be just. Uh, you know, I'm not worried about their long term prospects. I'm not worried about them. You know, having a real like actually being bad or something. But yeah, yeah they they're going through a rough patch. So. Kind of interesting. So on Friday we got Philly in um, New Orleans to take on the Pelicans. I think that's a pretty, uh, pretty crazy matchup too, Spencer. What do you think is going to happen?
0: Yeah, this is kind of similar to. I have a similar thought process to last. I think I predicted Bucks Pelicans. Um, I think it's going to be Sixers one seventeen to one eleven, okay. and Embiid is going to be the top performer, twenty eight points, eight rebounds, four assists. Um so I think Zion's going to have trouble with Embiid. I think Embiid is one of the maybe two or three other players stronger than Zion in the league. Yeah. And Zion ha- does have trouble when there's someone who can legitimately defend him yeah. and is strong. He's Zion. Great has, Zion isn't a great defender. No, he's also not. Mm. Well, against like big guys, he's not the best. So he, defender. you're saying that
1: Embiid can defend him but not vice versa.
0: Yeah. Um and also I I don't maybe I might just be making this up but I feel like anytime it's like kind of like Giannis and Joel play Zion they kind of are like they want to embarrass him well, a
1: little. The thing yeah, is they want to prove that he's not a big teams, tough exactly. strong guy.
2: Yeah. Well the thing is he's actually like a liability on defense. If you watch games other yeah. teams will give the ball to whoever Zion is guarding. And just be like, burn Zion, because, like, Zion plays defense, yeah. like, flat-footed, and you can just get by him and stuff. Right. Okay, yeah. Right. I mean, it. I
0: guess it is hard to realize that, because then you see these clips of him, like, jumping yeah. eight feet in the air to block a
1: <laughs> yeah. three-pointer. It's, it's weird. Like, yeah, exactly. I But mean, he's not
2: a great defender at yeah. all.
1: Yeah. But yeah. he just is going to, because he's so big and strong, he's going to end up getting rebounds. He's going to end up getting, you know. Okay. Well, what I what I, do, blocks, what I do what I what I have to say what is impressive about him as a big man is like he usually there's been games this year where he has nine assists ten yeah. assists mm-hmm. you know yeah. he knows how to distribute the ball and it's uh, also impressive that he's six foot six as a center or a power forward yeah it was great but he's just so powerful yeah. like mm-hmm. it's yeah. like he's taller than that because yeah. I think of his yeah. wingspan and his ability to jump and yeah. he's just so strong that it doesn't matter yeah um, he just has so much power. Um, and then on Saturday, Marky Mann, um, probably not the most exciting matchup we can think of, but nonetheless, as I always like to include some of these bottom feeders every now and then, see yeah. how they're holding up. So the Knicks are going into Houston to take on the Rockets, yeah. and the, the Rockets are the worst team in the West, and the Knicks are much better than that. They are sixth in the East. So what do you think is going to happen in that game?
2: I have to say the Knicks are going to win. It would be foolish to say the Rockets are going to win this game.
1: Okay. Well then, let's make it. Uh, let's see if you can get zero in on the point differential then.
2: Yeah. So I think the Knicks are going to win by like eleven, ten. So I'll say 120, 120 to one hundred nine. Okay. And I'll say Brunson had thirty. We'll have thirty-three and three. Thirty-three and three. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, that sounds about good. And so, and then this <clears throat> Merlin's also going to Merlin is our dog and the podcast mascot. Um, he is going to predict the Philly and OKC game on New Year's Eve, which should be that I'd like to watch that game too. Yeah. That sounds pretty exciting. OKC, you know, um, there's as of right now they are still uh, out of the play in, but are at fourteen and nineteen, and they are an exciting team to watch no matter what, even mm-hmm. when they lose. And they're, they, they don't get, it seems like they just, they're kind of uh, similar to the Raptors in that sense of like, they don't get trounced. No one like mm-hmm. blows them out of the water because they always put up enough points Yeah, and they've yeah. lost a lot of close games. It seems, but, um, and they, you know, it seems that uh, that that Shea is able to kind of you know narrow the gap against teams, yeah. and even if they come up short, he's able to do that. Yeah. And they're definitely, I, I consider them to be one of the more exciting teams to watch,
2: yeah.
1: uh, night in night out. Um, so that's pretty good. We got a that's a, a fun week ahead, uh, week eleven. So um, this next segment, oopsie. Sorry, listener, sorry about the wrestling papers, but uh, I actually try to remind myself what we even talk about on this thing sometimes. Uh, So it's time to see what's cooking in the six as we enter Chef Pasquale's kitchen. And you may not know this, but um, in this house, our nickname for Pascal Siakam is Chef Pasquale uh, because spicy pee is what happens when you use the toilet after chopping jalapenos, (laughs) right? So I've never been a fan of the spicy pee nickname for... Pascal Siakam, although it's by far the most um, popular and well-known. So it's my personal mission um, to use this podcast to create a more popular nickname. And so Chef Pasquale is what I think it should be because Chef Pasquale is a famous TV chef, Italian chef from Toronto, and Pasquale is like the Italian version of the name Pascal. So and, uh, you know. You know, Siakam's always cooking in the kitchen. His kitchen mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, the the court, mm-hmm. and I think it makes sense. So, anyway, this segment is called Chef Paquale, okay. Chef Pasquale's Kitchen, <laughs> and we're going to uh, where we look at what the Raptors have kind of coming up. And so, great. Speaking of Chef Pasquale, um, fifty two points on Wednesday, yep. another huge night on Friday when they beat Cleveland. So they beat two uh, two good teams. I think um the Knicks aren't a spectacular team but Cleveland is certainly a very good team they beat them both on the road which I think is huge because the Raptors have had a trouble winning on the road especially and now we got a big home stand coming up. The Clippers are on Toronto on Tuesday, then Memphis on Thursday and then a back to back on Friday Phoenix is in Toronto. So what do you think Marky man when you when you look at what they got coming down the pipe Clippers Grizzlies, Suns, at home, all at home. What God. do you think? What are you thinking?
2: <laughs> what? I don't see us winning all three. Okay, so how many?
1: Two out of three or one out of three? One out of three.
2: I say we. Be- I say we beat the Suns. You think you're going to beat the Suns? I think we're going to beat the Suns.
1: And, you know, and the other two games we're going to lose at home. Yeah, lose. The I, th- I think the we're home? all
2: going to be. I feel like we're all going to be close games. But the Suns we're going to. Be- I feel like we're going to beat the Suns. So you think,
1: what Kawhi's going to march in here and it's going to like freak, yeah, freak sure. every freak all yeah, their minds yeah. out? And Kawhi's going to have a big game and light up the Raptors. Yeah, maybe. And then obviously the Grizzlies is a scary team.
2: Yeah, um, they're all fun games to watch though.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for this week in in Raptorland. What do
0: you What do you think, Spencer?
2: Um, I
0: think we're going to win two out of three. I actually don't care which ones i just (laughs) do think we're gonna win two out of three we have we're two straight wins it seems like we've like we're starting to get out of that disgusting slump we were in and that was a big win against cleveland that that was that was a great win um i think that was really important for us totally i agree um yeah i i think we're doing we're doing a bit better um
2: is a bit better, better than the Grizzlies and the and the I, Clippers yeah. and the We S- beat
0: Cleveland. Portland. They're they have a better record than the Suns.
2: Yeah, I would say
1: the Cleveland win shows that you know we can still play shutdown D, and we had a pretty balanced, like some good offense. You know,
2: yeah, obviously we won by had, nine points too. Yeah, and Ananobi had a,
1: you know, again, if if our top three are playing the top of their game, I think we're hard to beat. It's just been hard yes. for us to have all three of those guys, and by that I mean Pascal, yeah. uh, Og, and Freddie all all rolling but yeah. when they're all rolling and playing well and they have you know it's also an on a night where it, the the story of that game on friday was it was the first time this year that they shot the lights out from three exactly all of a sudden
0: it's like it changes if, everything right when if that's our biggest problem is our three-point shooting is disgusting and that doesn't fly in today's nba no it doesn't um if we can actually hit even like a okay amount of our threes like we're so much better it just has to be better yeah
1: um yeah so yeah i mean two two for three okay so you're saying two for three marcus is saying one for three all right well i think that's uh that's fair and um so let's move into our trivia segment so uh we're calling the segment time travel trivia so we'll turn on the uh compositor or whatever that thing's called to travel back through time in our souped up uh, DeLorean. And uh, I got a couple Christmas themed ones for you guys. Okay. Mm. So um, the first one is, is what's my stat line. So I give you the stat line and some information and you try to tell me um, who, who it was, the, the, the player. <laughs> so, all right, I'll give this one. Um, I'll give this one to, to you, Marcus. Okay. So, who had 41 points, 8 rebounds, 11 assists, 3 steals and a block in a 113 to 101 overtime victory over the Cavs on Christmas Day 2003. And I'll give you a hint right away. On the floor for the Cavs was LeBron James in his rookie season.
2: All right. Tim Duncan,
1: good, good guess, but no. Okay, I'll give you one more hint. Okay, the team he played for is the Orlando Magic.
2: Hmm. All right. Trace McGrady. Correct. Team.
1: Very good. So Trace McGrady to to spoil LeBron's Christmas uh, television national TV debut. Um. That's a pretty. I mean, forty-one points, eight rebounds, eleven assists, three steals, and a block. Oh. That's a pretty balanced yep. superstar performance from Tracy McGrady. Yeah, and we all remember in Raptor Land how it's the it's the big uh, what could have been if if McGrady had stayed in oh. Toronto and uh, with with Vince, yeah. what could have happened in the early two thousands with that team intact, um, but it didn't happen. <clears throat> all right. So in the next one is what year is it? Okay. So on on uh Wilt Chamberlain scores fifty nine points and thirty six rebounds uh for the Philadelphia Warriors and a one thirty five to one thirty six loss to the New York Knicks on Christmas Day. What
0: year is it? Um nineteen sixty five.
1: The correct answer is 1961. So you weren't okay. too far off. So in 1961, yeah, Wilt had uh, just you know average game for him: 59 <laughs> yeah. points, 36 rebounds, and notably zero assists. Which tells yeah. you what you need to know about yeah. Will. Will, yeah. <laughs> Will's not passing too no, often. But he so... doesn't need to pass because everyone no, stinks. The entire <laughs> well, the entire offense is going through him, right? Yeah. You know, he's seven foot one in 1961. He's out there just absolutely crushing teams, and that was a pretty average performance for him. So. um i know it's christmas day um but nonetheless you guys i'm sure you gotta walk the dog you gotta shovel the driveway you gotta you know you gotta help me help you because i gotta make a big christmas dinner and we're having you know roast beef and yorkshire pudding and all the good stuff so um you gotta i know there's no homework at least for you guys so that's which is good but anyway why don't uh let's wish the listeners a uh merry christmas happy holidays and uh happy new year and uh Yeah, I think that's it for Orange Ball Juice for 2022. The next time you hear us, it'll be 2023. So goodbye, listeners, and, uh, yeah, happy holidays. Happy holidays. holidays. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) bye for now.
0: I've got nothing else to say.